0: Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damoshek and Charlotte Wilder. Alright, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good friends, Dave Damoshek and Charlotte Wilder. Happy Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. We've done it. We've moved on to four teams. Well, we haven't moved on. The three of us, we just sit here and comment and make uh, stupid remarks, but we moved on. There's a final four. Dave, Charlotte, we've gotten this far. I guess we'll do the can you believe. Can you believe we're in the final four already? So starting with you, Dave, can you believe we're at the final
1: four? I'm just pleased that we survived. We came through the the Heineke's and all that nonsense. And we have a really uh, marvelous doubleheader coming at us on Sunday. Let's ignore just for now that. We only have three football games I remaining know. and just focus on the quality of the two title games awaiting our eyeballs and our hearts.
0: Yes. And Charlotte's big bet for the Browns to defeat the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Was that what it looked like? Fifty five to no, one. No, 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 no. What no. was
2: it? At least get it right. So okay. it was Let's the go. Browns to knock out the Packers.
0: That's right. That's what it was. Fifty 55 five one. to one. That and was a. Uh, yeah. That was looking fine for a minute, uh, that bet notwithstanding. I, I am uh, with Dave. I'm happy the Browns and the Rams got out of the way. We have Tampa against uh, Aaron Rodgers. We have uh, Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes. Let's face it. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay opens at three and a half on FanDuel. 51 and a half is the over under. Green Bay is obviously the favorite at Lambeau. Kansas City. This line suggests that Patrick Mahomes is playing. He's a three-point favorite over Buffalo, 54 at Arrowhead. I don't think there's any, I mean, that concussion protocol test is going to be what color is uh, your uniform, and he's going to say orange, and I'm like, close enough, grab a helmet, (laughs) right? I mean, he gets in there, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I think that if, I think there is, mm, without saying the wrong thing, I don't think there's a very high chance Pat Mahomes has a concussion.
0: Yeah, they, it was a weird thing because Jay Glazer came And by that, out. I, I, the mean, replay. I mean, yeah.
2: has a concussion, right? <laughs> well, you know, like they put him in the they, watching him get up was like a horror movie. But then they put him in the tent and then he's out there tweeting after the game. And it's like, well, looks like we'll uh, see Pat versus uh, sorry, Patrick versus Josh. Yes.
0: Yeah. Or maybe Pat, the, the father. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, it's uh, it was a weird thing because Jay Glazer pre- uh, reported afterwards that it was m- as much a chokeout as it was a concussion. Like he oh, really? got uh yeah, the defender got his arms around. It was a dirty play, but because if you look at it concussion wise, you're like, all right, the- it wasn't helmet to helmet, it wasn't shoulder to helmet, uh, it wasn't knee to helmet. Maybe it's the head bouncing off the hard, uh, cold Kansas City ground. But even that didn't look like. And then you see his arm around his throw. Like yeah, maybe that was it. But uh, they got to look I, into that. I little, really I did.
1: Like if you ever rolled around, I, I we uh, we pretty. Um, standardly before bedtime, the steamroller comes out onto, onto the little ones at my house, like the steamroller rolls over them. And Mm. I do get up the older, I get a little dizzy from the spinning around. I really (laughs) did think, was he just maybe dizzy from the spinning around with the defender on the ground or something? And that's why he wobbled that way. But of course that doesn't make any sense. And that doesn't, um, explain why he missed the rest of the game there. Um, it is crazy, though, to think we were just before um, we got going, we were we were kibitzing, um about it is strange in the history of the or in the Super Bowl era that there have been so few instances as often mm-hmm. as QBs get dinged up over the course of a game that there have been so few Super Bowls impacted by. This starter going out and having the. I mean, it's never happened that I can think of. I know in Super Bowl 10, which actually at the time of this recording, it's the anniversary of that game, Steelers over the Cowboys. Mike Kruzek had to come in for Terry Bradshaw on the tail end of that game. Mm. But very few times has the star QB had to sit down in a big spot like that. C- Caleb Haney 10 years ago for Jay. And it Cutler happened twice for this
0: weekend, right? Like it's yeah.
1: Lamar. You count the Lamar. I mean, let's thing, not right?
2: jinx it. Let's not jinx it now.
1: Yeah, come on, Dave. You want to take it back? No, I know, but I, that's why it's <laughs> remarkable that we saw it in two, you know, you massive spots that- in the AFC yeah. playoffs in the right. divisional right. round. I think that's the kind of the, like, when you look back on this weekend, it's going to be like, that was crazy. Remember that that divisional round that year when when uh, number two had to come in for Lamar Jackson and Chad Number two. had to come
0: in. You see what he did there at the number two? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah
1: I, I mean let's talk about that game we're
0: gonna break down uh, all the games um, Kansas City, Cleveland what was it a 2217 final I know that was a final because I freaking had Kansas City over 24 and a half team points uh, as an adjusted line uh, and I couldn't get a field goal but missed a uh, uh, 17 field goals but anyway the big news was Andy Reid with the ballsiest call of the year or Eric B if you will who will not be hired in these last two spots. It's not looking like, but probably should just go straight to Canton, Ohio. Forget about getting a head coaching job, because this was one of as someone who had a lot of money on the Chiefs to win the AFC and the Chiefs to uh, survive this round. I was losing my mind when they lined up and they snapped the ball like I, Romo went nuts. I, I I didn't even have it in me to, to scream. I was like, what? I can't believe it. I can't. So to set the stage, they're up five. They're trying to kill the clock. It's third and 13, third and 14. Um, Chad Henney's who's in there in relief of Patrick Mahomes run 13 and three quarters yards. Romo says it's a first down. I was like, no, there's a knee or an elbow. There's something down there. They're short. I'm like, okay, they're going to try to draw him off sides. Well, he's in shotgun form. So it doesn't look like they're doing that. And it's a lame attempt to throw him off sides, throw him off sides. And then with six, five seconds left, they snap the ball and throw it to Tyreek Hill, a little zigzag route. And he does it. He completes the pass. I could not get over it that that's uh, what what we what was going through your guys mind
2: well i just i felt like it was sort of redemption for all of the i mean first of all for football nerds who say go for it you know never punt um but also for last weekend where we saw so many coaches not go for it and by so many i mean two but still yeah you know vrabel didn't go for it on fourth and two uh Uh, tomlin didn't go for it at uh, fourth and one sorry dave but but seriously you see like i think that it speaks to how the the culture of that team and how andy Reid is really good at putting people in positions to succeed and that i read that that pass had a 88 percent completion probability so it wasn't it wasn't as um sort of crazy as it might have seemed but it was just so not what people normally do in a way that sort of shows why Reed is as good as he is.
0: Yeah, it, re- it was. Uh, it was such a move. Like, I I just could not fathom that they were snapping it because and they snapped it with five seconds left. So if you punt, you got Baker probably at his own 20 with uh, minute 10, minute 15 left. No timeouts down five. I would have signed off on that any day of the week. David does. I don't know if Charlotte was dancing around that it, it does kind of spit in coach Tomlin's face there because your thing was like hey if you don't have a fourth and one play a fourth and two play then you get guess what you get seven yards it's just as (laughs) they still move the chains right and that's what they did it was a high percentage play and uh still still as ballsy as it gets
1: yeah and out of the gun like that and you know the first of all Shout out to Bill Belichick in a tough weekend for Bill Belichick as Tom Brady makes it clear who the more Mm. important if we're uh, in this race of two men and how uh, one franchise won six Super Bowls over the last 20 years clearly advantage Brady after that. But Belichick's the guy who really did start this wave. In pro football, remember when he went for it against the Colts, however long ago, and everybody debated that for the next month, whether or not that was smart or being too cute. But anyway, here we are now. I mean, the backup QB, Tony Romo, who is locked into what's about to happen as any human being on the on the big blue marble, was like, you could just—I mean—look at their body language. They're not going to snap. Just sit there. Just sit there. Up, oh, they snapped it, and it was
0: part of the plan.
1: It's so crazy—the the, the it blame was, body it language. Crazy. And I don't think—I mean, like, it's sort of if they don't get that. A lot of people said, "Yeah, you know, of course you." Uh, he's going to get praised for going for it there, but if that pass had been incomplete, it would have been the worst call in the history of football. Not really, because of what we've talked about before. It's not insane to think that the other team, if you punt the ball, that you're not going to coffin corner it. Ergo, it might be at the 20 instead of at the 50. So, okay, so that's 30 yards. And then one completion off the right arm of Baker Mayfield negates... That, it, that field position advantage. So it kind of does make sense. And that's why everybody's been saying for the last decade, go for it in short yardage. Yeah. I, but I based, based on the situation,
0: to when you have a guy who threw one of the worst interceptions we have ever seen, our kids included in the last drive, I mean, he, he, Coached that game, like Patrick Mahomes was still in the lineup, uh, down I, to the third and right. fourteen, and then to the fourth and one, and that's what he should get credit for. But I guarantee you, if that misses, and Baker has half a field to drive for a touchdown, we're calling for Andy Reid's head. A lot of people are. Um, hmm. that, I still I, just how it is.
2: I think that's true, but I also think that it it was unlikely to happen because of how he was coached. Like I think that having confidence in your players and being that sure. Um, the whole game so that when it gets up to that, you know, eat, sure, Henny messed up, but he mm-hmm. also was good. And so I think that for Andy or Eric or, you know, the whole coaching staff really to be, I saying, don't know him
0: as well as you do with the first name. Is they're, well, usual. they're, you know, my I, I, yeah. close
2: personal friends okay. and we go on vacation together. But, um, you know, I think that for them to coach that way and say, you know what, just because you threw that interception, we're not going to stop coaching that way makes right. it much more likely that he's not going to throw another interception.
0: Now you might say that Cleveland got um, screwed over a little with that. Well, first of all, that play where the fumble through the end zone, I think it's a little, I think it's harsh. I'm not going to go crazy. I think the pylon part of it is worse when you try to stick the ball on the pylon and it just comes loose and it goes to the end zone. Fumbling through the end zone is a, uh, a little less acceptable, but I, The helmet-to-helmet, that was a helmet-to-helmet on this uh, Sorensen guy that they didn't call, causing the fumble through the end zone. Um, I think the NFL has to, you know, when they say safety is their number one priority, it's kind of silly when you can't review a play like that. Now, college goes overboard. There's a 20-minute review to see if it was targeting, and then they throw the kid out of the game or they don't. But that's there has to be some middle ground there. I could see why the Browns think they may have gotten screwed over. Did that bother uh,
1: either of you uh, a lot? Yeah, broken record check is going to say it again. It's hooey and applesauce when people say, oh, but you can't review everything because then the games would be seven and a half hours long. False. That uh, The fact that the league has set it up this way, that all control has to be as much as possible on site. They're very intent on that. They, they really think it's got to be on the field and in the moment and all that kind of stuff. But of course... We all have our cell phones. We all have instantaneous. Look at us uh, kibitzing from three corners of uh, of the United States of America right now um, in real time. The technology exists that somebody could very easily like, yeah, you got a helmet the helmet there. And the official could know it. And it would be an almost instant um, feedback from uh, from the referee to the rest of the world. It's, it's the, a sad irony. That we all, watching the game, everybody who's watching the football game, sees exactly the same thing, knows the same information, except the only few people down on the field who make the call. That is bad. It's it, And it, it really does suck from the credibility of the game. Like, the whole thing about, like, we can't have gambling and everything else because it undermines the credibility. This undermines it because we all see what the right call is, and the only people who don't know it are the officials making the call. That's crazy. And that really has to change.
0: Yeah, and the and the safety part of it too. Like this is uh, you can't you can't say it with a straight face if you're gonna let that play go. I I, I get that it could get out of hand the other way where we're reviewing everything, a shoulder on shoulder. And um, but boy, that seemed like a really bad. I I thought that's game over. And then the Chiefs didn't really take advantage, right? They um, well, they got the ball at their own twenty, but it was the uh the pick where they they couldn't get past nineteen three. They couldn't get past a two score game and um, just a, I mean, I was more exhausted yesterday than I was any of the three game uh, days last last Saturday or Sunday. Right. I mean, between that Browns chiefs and then let's just go right to it. New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay wins 30, 20 Tampa advancing to a super bowl. This is just an insane stat. And I know you don't want to hear it, Charlotte, but, 14 out of 19 seasons, Brady has made the championship game. Now, you could say he was in a bum division, the AFC East, but that that gets thrown out the window when you talk 14-19. Still had to win uh, some more playoff games against good teams. My God, he's the best. What are you going to do? He's the best.
2: I know. I, you know... <laughs> I go back and forth. Honestly, like the whole season, I've been like, oh, God, this sucks. Like, I hate that he's that good um, Mm. without New England. And now watching this and seeing that he really is just, he is just that good. And and you are confident when he is on the field that they are going to win. And it, to me, I was surprised after the game. I was sort of begrudgingly like, all right, you know, like it—it it almost validates what he did in New England. I—I I wish that the, I, the reason I didn't really want him to succeed, to be honest, was because I like to think there was some sort of magic in Brady and Belichick, and I'm sure there still was. But mm. it also really does validate, like all those years where you saw Brady take, where I would watch him take the field and I'd be like, "Oh my god, the quarterback who plays for my team is unbelievable," and then you watch him for another team and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, he's just." that good. It wasn't a fluke six times. You know, it wasn't I it, it it does make you feel sort of I was like, wow, OK, well, that was pretty cool. But also, oh, my well, God, I'll
0: recommend something to you. You need to start betting on Tampa Bay. That way you'll, you'll you won't feel it as much. It won't hurt when Tampa Bay wins and they advance. And oh, my God, they're in the Super Bowl without the wearing the Patriots colors here. Um, well, that's made one me thing. kind
2: of mad at the Patriots again. I mean, I like flip flopped. I was like, well, now do I hate my team? Because mm-hmm. You know, they screwed this all up and they and they and he like, let him go or I don't know. I'm very it's really it's emotionally draining.
0: Here's what I'm thinking. These guys and this is, you know, you you, you could debate this all you want. But Brady, top three quarterbacks of all time. Belichick, top three coaches. People would like, oh, they're definitely top two. OK, let's say top three for a second. Um, That's never going to change regardless of what Brady does with Tampa Bay, regardless of what Belichick does without Brady. But do you lose the number one spot? Do you gain the number one spot as a result of being away from the other They I think I think Brady gets. Oh, my God, especially if he makes it to the Super Bowl. Forget it. He's a undisputed number one. And Belichick could creep out of that top. 10. The,
1: the copycat nature of the league and the coin flip nature of what determines what happens going forward with what the league copycats Um, like going for it on fourth down and everything else. You know, this is good news if you're an advocate of go for it in short yardage, because as you mentioned, Tomlin failed, Vrabel failed, Andy Reid succeeded air go in 2021 in the regular season. You're going to see more of that. That's what that's, that's the way it goes. If Belichick and the Patriots fall on their face again in 2021, then it will be clear. I mean, this is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I know the game hasn't been played yet, even in Lambeau Field, but this was an organization. I know people, um, I know it was forever ago and all that, but I mean, this was an organization for its first 26 years that hadn't won a game under 40 degrees. This team had very little history to them. And now Tom Brady, and I know, and, and by the way, talk about what, the result and how it determines how we talk about these things and the narratives and everything else. Tom Brady, it's remarkable 14 years in, in the title game. Still Tyler Johnson doesn't make that catch. Sure. That insane catch. That wasn't a great throw by Tom Brady. It was a great catch by a rookie named Tyler Johnson that saved it. Then Brady just about, I mean, he throws a dreadful pick that if he elevates it just a little bit more uh, um, Lattimore, Marshawn Lattimore, pick six is it? Not just picks it, but could have picked sixed it and run down the sideline. Then what's the conversation today? Instead, it's Drew Brees is a goat. He's washed up. He's an old man. So I think you have to asterisk all those. Well, things. I think it's
0: also. It, it, I think it's. Drew Brees is the goat. He's an old man is the conversation. I'm just bringing up Brady was not sharp. He was 18, for 33, 199, two touchdowns. Got lucky. Leonard Fournette was better than Kamara. That's, that's what bailed him out. And the defense, um, obviously Devin white, but yes, Brees was the story. You don't want to make, you don't want to make him the story because it was probably his last game. And you don't want to be like, Oh my God, three picks. What did he do? 19 for 34. He really ruined it for them. But I just don't know what happened with that offense. Like, tell me what happened to Michael Thomas. Why did that guy, uh, I think he had four targets, but why did that guy disappear? One of the great receivers of our our generation and then just nowhere to be found in the the, the last half of the year. I mean, it was hurt, whatever. But then being a non-factor in these games and then to uh, insult to injury, Jameis comes in on a play. I can't believe Tampa allowed that. When you see a wide receiver, Quarterback lined up in the wide receiver slot. He's probably doing a little more than just uh, hanging out there at the bottom right. of your screen. He throws <laughs> an easy touchdown pass that the Bears would have loved to have had uh, last week against the Saints. And now it's all like, bring Jamison, bring, oh, what what would Taysom Hill be? Breeze is the third best quarterback. I feel bad that it went down like that, but that's kind of how Breeze's legacy ends up here, Charlotte, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like on on the one hand, if you end like that, it's pretty clear that it's time to go. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that might I. Yes, it sucks that that's how it ends for him, but he I don't think that over the next few years or, you know, when people think about Drew Brees and the Saints, I don't think they're going to think about how it ended as much as they're going to think about um, how long he was there, what he did yeah. while he was there. You know, I, so I think on some level, maybe it's a, maybe it's nice to go out that way because it's like, OK, yep, time to go. You're not left with this sort of like, you know, was it should was I still it, it's it's pretty definitive and maybe it makes walking away a little bit easier. I mean, I, I highly doubt any of these guys would say that, but I wonder if there is some some component that, I mean,
0: I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's um, maybe it's it just a,
2: sucks. Maybe I'm trying to find a silver lining where there isn't any.
0: <laughs> well, the silver lining is you get to toss the ball with uh, Tom Brady after the game. Can, um, can I
2: say something <laughs> that I don't mean to sound as mean as it's going to sound? But when I, I read a headline that said Tom Brady throws a ball to Breeze's son, Balin, and I mm. thought it was I thought it was like a either a typo or a, a joke where it's like, you know, in, if his name were Jalen Breeze making it like Balin Drees, you know, right, like it, right, right. I, so that, that's <laughs> oh, the thing
0: like, that bother you the most of it. Well,
2: yeah. I just I was like, Balin,
0: right? <laughs> Balin, is that ba-
2: a name? Like, is that someone's last name that they yeah. used or did they make that up?
0: That is interesting. I've not heard Balin before. Yeah, we're ba- I'm, Drew is Balin from the league right now. <laughs> yeah, I just we had an issue with it and Charlotte came around. I was I was wondering if she was going to be the holdout. But the fact that they were texting all week bothered us. We had a good uh, go around about that. And then how does it culminate? After the game, they hang out there. They're out there in the stadium. They're talking. They're hugging. And then uh, Brady throws the son, Baelin, uh, a pass. He's like, "Hey, Drew, this is how you do it. This is how you not get intercepted. Let me show you. Your son's going to be on the uh, other end of that. Um, now I guess they're friends. It's fine. I guess it has to end like that. But uh, it just bums me out that anyone is in a decent enough mood to um, trade uh, exchange pleasantries even an hour after the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Breeze, the idea, the the thing that's hard to um, separate is that Breeze meant so much to the city of New Orleans Mm
0: -hmm. um, because
1: of post-Katrina stuff. It's hard to separate that. And so... You know, he holds a different place. He he holds a different level of um, uh, import to the people there. Mm-hmm. But also his performances in Decembers and Januaries uh, over the last half decade are hard to push back on. I mean, he, yeah. he was bad. And, you know, maybe he should have gotten to a Super Bowl two years ago um, and it was a bad call that kept him from getting there, but he didn't get there. And I was right. struck by the fact that um. Once again, you know, why it really is crazy. There was a moment in the fourth quarter where it felt like the Bucs are looking to put this one away. And Brady threw it to Gronk. And Gronk made a nice little play to get a few extra yards up the left sideline inside mm-hmm. the 10-yard line. And it suddenly occurred to me, like, if you blur your eyes, it's crazy to think two years ago or, you know, uh, one year and 50 weeks ago, Brady was throwing it to Gronk for the decisive play to defeat the Rams who had just beaten the Saints to get there. And this thing of Brady, like we we can nitpick Brady and say he wasn't great in the in the divisional round yesterday. And we can go back to, you know, we can go way back to 2003 and talk about if John Casey hadn't kicked the ball out of bounds in the Super Bowl, but it is remarkable. He always gets that, there. How is this guy? I mean, like, yeah, it, it's not like, eh, I mean, some things you can flu. Oh, well, I mean, you just got lucky with it. I mean, it is crazy that those no, two stupid. guys, Gronk was retired a year ago. And now Gronk, he's playing I, I, in I Tampa know. Bay and making those same big plays in big spots. And by big the way, postseason no, games is
0: crazy. There's no odds on this, but you know, Gronk played every game this year. Like what kind of odds could you have gotten on Gronk wow. playing every game this year? He's always missed game. Misses a handful. Misses a half dozen games. Misses three games. I mean. Every single game wasn't, you know, wasn't a supers. I think he had like seven touchdowns, uh, a very good year. The for, TB12 uh, method, Long. baby. I, it must be. It's I got to get on that. I have to figure that out. So there you go. There's uh Tampa, New Orleans. I, but I wanted this game to be great. Right. We all wanted this game to be great. There's another game we're going to talk about in a minute that we wanted to be great. That was not. But these didn't I say it wouldn't be? Well, they, they not they to do, hovered. I told you
2: so, but I said that wouldn't, it wouldn't be a great game. And
0: by the end of the third quarter, both quarterbacks were hovering around 100 yards passing. It was like, oh, what are we doing here? And Dave, I know like Tampa Bay put it away, but Saints come out and score in the second half uh, out of this, out of uh, halftime. They go up 20 to 13. Tampa punts. I'm like, oh man, this game could be over. Saints score here. It's 27 13. They're not coming back, but they couldn't, That that's where Breeze couldn't seize uh, momentum. I um, mean, what if like I, we've I, seen it, it,
1: it's a marginal, I know they call it based on the optics of the way it looks like uh, the special teams guy hits, uh, hits the defender in the back. But when you watch it a, in slow-mo and everything with the benefit of that, they didn't have to flag the punt return for a touchdown that would have made mm. it 10 nothing. It wasn't a required flag. If it gets to 10 nothing, you know, obviously right and that changes uh, changes the shape of the game. But, you know, you mentioned Michael Thomas, and I think we can describe that to probably injury that he was just never 100% this year, and and, and that's that, maybe. But that was weird. But, you know, w- something we've kind of talked about over the course of this season, it's remarkable. Everybody's like, you got to get this. You got to have a top-tier QB, and you got to pass rush in the post play in the postseason to go deep, and you got to have this guy, uh, this way. Wh-. What you do not need. Go through the list of the best wide receivers in the 21st century. It is crazy how little success those teams have in getting right. and winning the this. Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Works. Michael Thomas, T.O., Randy Moss, Antonio Brown, um, mm-hmm. the uh, New Hopkins, Julio Jones. Those guys have a combined zero Super Bowls. I mean, a yeah. combined Super Bowl victories. It's crazy. I mean, Marvin Harrison, okay, he slips through. Uh, With Reggie Wayne, but I mean that's the exception that proves the rule. How crazy is it that if you have you think it's something you gotta have, and who's gonna Mm -hmm. stop this wide receiver and Odell Beckham? Those teams just do not show up in the Mm -hmm. Super Bowls and win them. It's a weird Mm -hmm. thing. I don't know if it's an anomaly or is it something that legitimately you should address as a as a GM and head coach and like maybe this isn't good for us. Look at what the Browns did without Odell, as you mentioned last week, Sal. I mean, like. He's he's ascribed the footnote status. It's not part of the conversation. What what are we supposed to take away from this? That it just has zero impact. On, on, on how deep you go in the playoffs, whether or not you have one of these dominant guys that you have to double up and all that kind of stuff. And it has no import when it comes to winning Super Bowls.
0: Well, the problem with this narrative is you had to wait 10 years after Jerry Rice was retired to start it up, right? Because he's the greatest of all time and he has a, a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah, but you're right. And if, especially when you when we went over, you have to be, for the most part, very solid quarterback to make it to the Super Bowl. So who is this solid quarterback throwing to if not the best uh, players in the game. Um, All right. I want to talk about Saturday's games, but first let's give FanDuel some love. Hey, same game parlay, $25 insurance. You know what that means? I'm about to tell you right now. Perfect way to make the playoffs even more exciting. This weekend coming up, it's called the same game parlay available at FanDuel Sportsbook only at FanDuel Sportsbook. You combine multiple bets from a single game for an even bigger win during the conference championship round. You can combine the money line, the over-under player props, all in one parlay. Best of all, FanDuel is letting you protect your parlay. Yes, protect it. You're getting insurance automatically. You could place three or more games in the same game parlay or props and get up to $25 back if only one leg falls short. That's crazy kind of insurance. Playoffs are the perfect time to give one a shot. Just one of the many ways to win On FanDuel. So, yeah, I mean, so you could say Devontae Adams will score a touchdown. You could say Aaron Rodgers will be over 275 and a half yards and the game will go over. That's an example of the same game parlay. It's very early in the week to try to figure this out, but we will have one for you later in the week. There you go. Live betting, easy to place your bet fast during game. If you see a trend you like, odds boost specials every day, some big super boosts each weekend. Multi-game parlays, like I said, same game parlays. It's all available on Fanduel. Download the Fanduel Sportsbook app and sign up to get started. Use our promo code Extra Points at sign up. That's promo code Extra Points. And if you're a current customer and you're all set, go check out same game parlays. Only available on Fanduel Sportsbook. All right, Saturday game. So we did our um, Extra Points for Extra Pay parlay. We've been successful for, it's, it's all gravy now, guys. We hit three of them at between five and six to one odds. So if you do the math on that, weeks 19, 20, 21, we're all in the clear, but we still want to win for you. Dave's been successful with these, started us off with, um. well, Charlotte, what did you have? You had the Browns.
2: I had Browns at uh, plus, well, I think for us, it was plus 11 and 11. Yeah, you got past it, the 10. Yeah, so that was nice. Yeah, that was good.
0: Uh, After the fact is a win because um, it didn't matter. I had Tampa, which also didn't matter, plus four and a half. But Dave, you got rooked here. I do feel for you. This was the weird game of Mm -hmm. the weekend. Baltimore, Buffalo. Buffalo won the game. What was it? 17-3. Didn't feel like that at all. Just felt like the game never got going. And 17-3, not enough to cover the... Baltimore plus three and a half. I think that's what it was. Your thoughts on this? Because I know this bummed you out. You picked Baltimore to make yeah. it to the Super Bowl,
1: right? And and you know the strange bedfellows in January 2021 that I would find myself rooting for the Ravens. Gambling has done some weird things to <laughs> me, and in fact, it's it's turned me against one of my cardinal rules, which is northern teams should not dome over their stadiums because it provides an essential uh, uh, on occasion an essential home field advantage it could very well be the difference in fact in the upcoming uh, battle of the bays like we used to see in the old nfc central way back when when uh, when the buccaneers used to wear, right. wear those creamsicle and look completely out of their depth when they would play any of those other northern teams from the nfc central um yeah the this one uh, and then kurt warner says on sunday that see this is why all playoff games should be at a neutral site and I was like, "Wait a second. That's a terrible idea. Wait, what am I doing? I I am upset about the the Buffaloers. I feel like it's like if we had known it was going to be frigid all week in Buffalo, I could have accepted it. Then I would that the wind showed up. It's like, "What the hell is this game? Like this is no playoff game. This is uh this is absurd that that all of a yeah. sudden the whole season is boiling down to this. I did I I felt jobbed. I felt lied to. And then Lamar Jackson gets hurt. And people say, well, yeah, it was just in the fourth quarter. Well, there was a seven-point game at the at the time he got hurt, I well, think. Well, I and thought that turned it around, the pick six, obviously. So let's talk about that. They were down, and he goes up right after
0: that. You could say Tucker's missed field goals, which are weird. He especially thought it was weird. He's making all these uh, comical faces along the way. But um, And people are blaming Al Michaels for it because, he, God forbid, an announcer say that um, a, a kicker's not supposed to miss a field goal and then he misses a field goal. It's Al Michaels' fault. Um, but I'm going to read you a couple stats, Dave, and Charlotte. The Ravens were inside the 30 five times. They scored three points and they allowed seven. Um, the Bills had 222 total yards, including 32 rushing. And they won this game 17 three like not, none of this made sense. I don't want to say the Bills are lucky. They deserve it. We're going to hear from their fans if we for uh, diminishing their uh, belittling their win here. But my God, they had to do so little to win this game. I, I don't get they had two rushes in the first half. Um, I
2: really think the weather played a huge. I mean, that wind was insane. Like at one point. It cut to uh, who was on the silence with Michelle Tafoya on the sidelines. And she was like, you know, the wind has died down. And then it cut to a picture of the flags and they all look like they've been hairsprayed to stand up straight. It's blowing so much. And so (laughs) I and it also looked like a lot of the there were a few overthrows that both um, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson made uh, only in one direction. So I feel like right. it wasn't I feel like the wind really just screwed with everybody um, more than maybe we could see. And um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's hard to say like, OK, well, yeah, you know, two hundred and twenty two yards. That'll be enough against the Chiefs like it won't. But also, hmm. hopefully you have better conditions.
0: Wow. I mean, I, I love this game. This is why it was bad. I'm blaming myself because I was like, I love this game. I'm going to bet the least amount on this game because I just want to watch it. And then I got a stinker. Seventeen three.
1: Yeah. I'm with you, and you 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 really um, talked it into being. I blame you ultimately for it, Sal. <laughs> so. I mean, I have to wear it a little bit, but you summoned this by putting that out into the into the public forum that right. this game could be a stinker. But yeah, I feel like if Justin Tucker makes that field goal on the first possession, mm. I don't know if this is hyperbolic, but if he makes that and gets a three nothing, I think when as you know, as you get into the game a little bit and on both sides and realize, man, this wind is insane and this is really messing with what we're able to do. If the Ravens just get that first three um, at the start of the game, the whole thing plays out differently. I would be, I I don't, I I love games determined. I love these iconic games that are determined on some level by the weather outside. I think it's, I mean, the, the 1975 AFC title game, Oakland and Pittsburgh, the 1980 divisional round game when the Raiders go into Cleveland and beat Brian Sype and company. I mean, that was based on the fact that Sam (laughs) Retigliano tried to make kicks and couldn't make them. So that's why they go for it with Brian Sype throwing it into the end zone and getting intercepted um, at the end of that game because they were like, well, it's too crazy. The, The field's too crazy. We can't kick on it. I love that kind of stuff. This one just felt weird. It just like... What the hell? Nobody told us that it was going to be windy. I felt I felt lied to. As I say, I wanted but to be run is, back.
0: Why should it matter so much if Lamar's going to be a top five quarterback, right? Like, let's not forget that Sunday night he got crushed by the Patriots because it rained. Like, okay, now if the conditions are a little off or somewhat off, we have to. Should we have a backup? Should we have that number two uh, Huntley come in, the kid from Utah? If uh, if if the weather's not he pretty um, ideal. Good. He looked decent, right? But I'm not, you know, obviously Lamar's the guy they're going to stick with. But (laughs) this is really his kryptonite. Any bad weather? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I do know that Dave's America's team is in the final four. And I'm going to keep taps on your gloating here because I feel like you got too much bang for your buck. You root for the Steelers. Okay, there's not much we could do about that. You (laughs) declared that the Bills were America's team, but you also had the Ravens going to the Super Bowl. I'm watching you, Damashek. You can't you can't do too much celebrating if America's team all of a sudden is playing himself. Then again,
1: way. then again, I'm like Nick Carraway in um in Gatsby, like a, the most limited of all men, the the well-rounded man, because I keep picking against the the Bills too. And so yes. I'm really not satisfying anyone, including myself, with this one. Um that's what she it's said. True. I don't know, but anyway, but yeah, it's weird. Uh, I keep going against that. I should have just ridden the bills. Now, in hindsight, I should have just embraced them to sure. the exclusion of all others. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, the bottom line is it'd be great if it was uh, the bills and the packers. That's a that, that's a fun fan base. If you're looking for fan bases to to root for, it'd be fun for the for the bills to get there. But you know, it. What do you think right now? As we say, what happens determines how the organizations then feel about their guys. And I think Browns, the Browns organization is probably feeling pretty good about Bake right now. Mm. Is it still absolutely positively the right move to extend him? Same thing in Baltimore. I weirdly would feel a little bit better. If I had the – I kind of like – the Ravens, I think I'd rather – if I were the Ravens, I'd rather extend Lamar Jackson than be the Browns and extend Bake. I don't think, although Bake was on the money. He <laughs> well, threw some, yeah. he threw you know, some dynamite balls that. in that game. But I think I'd rather extend Lamar Jackson. I think if I could, were the, you know, know what they'll I'm they'll saying? Bolt, I'm, I'm trying to do to the math, yeah, on which I would feel better about. I've now figured out what you're saying. But not uh, <laughs> what I'm saying either. So please try to see if you this. can explain it to Aside me.
0: Aside from the rookies, and you got Burrow, you got uh you got Herbert, and you got to a, a lesser extent, the two quarterbacks that jumped off the charts, jumped up the charts more than any other this year were Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield, right? So yeah. um, yeah, if you have to extend them this year, I think you do. I think Baker um. You, you I agree. You put up. You,
1: you put them in the same sentence, bake and Josh Allen who's well, I'm saying the runner those are up the two. MVP well, what what other
0: two what other two quarterbacks I'm saying have ju- jumped up that much I mean they I'm not saying they uh, I, I just
2: Baker, don't know that I that think I love Baker, Baker deserves what?
1: I don't know that I love Baker long term if I'm a Browns fan. I think I, think I, I do. I
2: think how can you say that when he's gotten them farther than anybody's gotten them in decades?
1: I think he could I, be I a winner.
0: You. I think he could be a winner. Uh that said out of every team we put, we saw play this weekend I think they're least um, not I'm going to say not least likely, but out of the eight teams we saw, I could see the Browns not making it back. I see ev- huh. every other team, you know, getting to at least this stage, but mainly because they're in a tough division with their Ravens, with the Steelers every year. It's going to be a, a, a dogfight there.
2: One thing that I think is strange is that the gap between. I mean, I guess what, you know, we'll get to this later in the week, but the um these two games, Brady versus Rogers and Mahomes versus Josh Allen, it, it the gap between like the old guys and then the young guys. Who are the in between guys who are really good? It feels like once you know Brady and Rogers and Breeze and Philip Rivers are out of the league, it's like do you only have young guys left who are really good? Russ like, is
1: the Russ is the bridge.
2: He's the. I mean, I would have said Cam, but that didn't work out this year. It's like there's no one in between.
1: Right,
0: cousins. Besides like us, yeah, you're not. Uh, that you're didn't not work getting, out, right? No, it's I'm surprised,
1: point. Sal. You're going against collective wisdom because I know some of it's owed to like people feel like they have to like it's a, a a funeral or something when a football team loses, and so then you have to write songs about hey, chin up, future's bright. That Cleveland is the big recipient of that award. Like, don't don't hang your heads, Browns fans. The future is bright, and that they are the biggest a uh, b- lot more questions about Baltimore going forward. Oh, yeah. It feels like from, from the football, huh. from football America, than there is about the Browns. Everybody's like, and maybe that's right. Because so long as that offensive line is great and uh, borderline dominant, that's Bakes kryptonite. Like if you, if you pressure him at all, he falls apart, but maybe that offensive line is good enough. Dominated Pittsburgh's uh, defensive front, uh, you know, uh, yeah. eight days ago. If, if you can, if that's, the equation that you're going to pretty much know that Baker's going to have a clean pocket, then I guess he is the guy. But he, if you pressure him, that's a bad kryptonite to have as a pro i I'm just
0: looking at this stock going up,
1: right? Uh, yeah. Rookies aside, Kyla Murray at best stayed the same, I
0: think, right? And you, there could be an injury we hear about. Uh, Goff, everyone's gonna like him or or hate him, right? San Francisco gets an NA because of the injuries. Russ is Russ, so he, he's out of the equation. He can't jump up or or down too much in a in a 12 and four year. Um, Matt Ryan, nothing s- special. Uh, Bridgewater, I'm looking at all these like who I get else, it, it's a stock market, jumps. right? Yeah, right. right. He's got uh, the uh, arrow doing, next to
1: their name, right?
0: we're doing Casey's top 40 here, who jumps uh 12 spots into the top
1: 15? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, do one through 32, Rank <laughs> up, not, do it off the top of your head okay. or you can take a moment as soon as we stop uh, here and and then issue it. But it is the quarterback situations across football America. Right here and now are interesting, and they're going to be mm. once again a ton of moving parts. The carousel oh, will spin be once again this offseason. Oh, and you talk about
0: Deshaun Watson wanting out of Houston, and who are the two? Who are the teams that are going to play ball and can immediately give them a, a quarterback for the future rather than just draft picks and uh, alleviate a uh, salary? Uh, What's your friend
1: money? Nine say? I mean, it seems clear now that the that the um, fallout mm-hmm. from Philadelphia is that Carson Wentz is going to get first dibs in 2021 yeah, yeah, yeah. again over Jalen Hurts but what about uh what about your guys what does nine say about uh Dak Re- returning I still think I don't know that that's the greatest move in the world if I'm the Cowboys I think the Kellen Moore move I don't want to
0: say uh solidifies his return but it definitely um it definitely uh I mean Dak this was,
1: there Dak that was that breaking,
2: breaking records before he got hurt yeah you know I, I I think that I don't think that's a bad I I feel like that's
1: I think they'll well, the figure out the options available.
2: Some. It's kind of what you got to do. But I wish that there were more chatter about Deshaun Watson to the Pats, but I haven't seen any of that. Well, I was uh. just going
1: to say if Daniel Jeremiah, who is one of the more plugged in, you know, personnel guys, obviously, um, and presumably getting calls from, from various teams about GM spots, he's pally with Joe Douglas. It's not a secret. And if he's saying that here's what I would do if I were the Jets, I'd offer those three first rounders that you can spread out over a couple of years. If he's saying that, I don't think he's just throwing that out into the wind. I think he's yeah. saying that to Joe Douglas or maybe vice versa. I think that the Jets are it would I, I wouldn't be surprised if if you hear Daniel Jeremiah saying that there's there's jets have the assets dolphins
0: have the assets jaguars if they want to part with that one pick they have the assets but yeah tom uh tom brady bill belichick is not the kind that's this is a guy who trades down right he doesn't give up three i know then again if i'm here i'm like hey i'm gonna be here two more years what do i care if i give up a 2029 draft uh, first round draft pick i don't know how it works what houston would take um We've not seen this. This might be the James Harden effect or the Kyrie Irving effect. We've not seen like a you know like Eli threatened to, before he was drafted, like wanted to, these guys threatened trades and want trades Elway, the all these guys. But we've not seen a guy sit. Would Deshaun Watson sit maybe the year before he was traded? Like then, like Houston has to get rid of. Him. Now you don't need three ones. You just want you want him out of here because you're not he's not playing anyway. It could get very uh, interesting as the months go on.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like a lot of people floated out, it would be ironic, but also a good move by both organizations. If you, the, obviously the reason that, um, everything uh, D- Tua is mm. in Miami right now and all of that is in part because of the, the deals with, uh, with the Texans. But wouldn't it be funny then if they traded Tua and some firsts to get the Sean Watson to Miami right. and then, and then that becomes the epicenter of pro football. If you go Josh Allen and what Desha- or what if Deshaun lands with the Jets or the Jets take Justin Fields and then Miami winds up yeah. with Deshaun, then suddenly the Patriots are the bottom feeders of that division. Conversely, to Charlotte's point, you know I think Belichick probably is seeing this. I mean, what, uh, what do you think, Bill Belichick watched the game? In New Orleans last night. I mean, do you think he know. was watching that? What do you think emotions I, he has? Oh, he has man. an ego. Surely he has an ego. He's not like, well, 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 good for Tom. You know, we we did a lot together, and I'm happy to see him. We're still. I don't think, he, of course, I not. feel like he said nothing. I really he may feel not like, say anything, but I'm sure he's sick in his balls about it, and therefore well, I don't wants know. to make a big I've, makes a big move like for next year.
2: I feel like he's the kind of guy who like compartmentalizes to the point where he he wouldn't he almost would. I don't know what sort of deep subconscious he'd be thinking, but I feel like he's just like, well, you know, that's how it goes. Got to get better and not change anything about how he does anything.
0: I mean, this guy turned down a medal of freedom. You think he doesn't know what a big event is. He probably didn't even have his TV on. Yeah. Oh, really? Brady played yesterday. What do we know? Go to the White House. Someone invites you. You go. He's going
2: to he is going to go with Jared Stidham and then they're not going to win and and he's going
0: to retire. Oh, man, I get no there are way. other, other no ways draft to get out of There's think other ways to get out of it. I, I just never know with him. I don't know what a challenge is to it's him. Gonna be or Jared what, Stidham.
2: You know? I really think so. I really think so. I wouldn't be
0: surprised. Hey, let's look at let's talk about the best quarterback in the game. And that's Aaron Rodgers right now. I think uh, the Packers, look, they look dynamite. They're the best of the four teams going in. I don't see any flaws now. The Rams were shorthanded. Literally they had Goff with the thumb Goff did. Well, he had like only six incompletions. Half of them were on that last drive. He did well for them. Uh, Aaron Donald was wearing this crazy Terminator type, uh, apparatus. Couldn't be his best sat out a bunch of plays and no Cooper cup. So maybe it's different. Maybe the Packers don't win 32 18 over the Rams if that's the case. But, um, Damn, no. they look good. And now at Monday, looking ahead to Sunday, that's really the only bet I want to make. I I'm, I'm, I'm think I'm going against Tom Brady and taking Aaron Rodgers.
2: I agree with you in terms of the gate. Like I watching that game, I was like, they look they're playing about as perfect as you can play football. It was like in Queens Gambit, you know, she plays this perfect game and you're like, well, guess that's it. And this one, I was like, I don't see flaws here, um, right. which, of course, is a dangerous thing. To say about a team, and I could still see some heartbreaking end where Tom Brady beats Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. Um, but I do think that if there's any any no team has looked this good the whole season, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I felt it was like a challenge. Uh, oh, really? Uh, Jalen Ramsey shuts everyone down. I'm going to find Devontae Adams. We'll find him. That that'll be a touchdown. You're going right. to have to live with for the rest of the office. I don't know. They, I felt like you know, Lazar drops a pass. They stalled the drive at the end to run the clock out, but they could have scored in the mid 40s against one of the best uh, defenses we've seen in the last 10 years or so, right?
1: Yeah, uh, the um, the Packers are going into this. You knew that the prohibitive favorites were the two teams with the buys, and I, you know, I don't know these games have been too competitive, and I'm sure that the league is looking at them and saying, perfect, this worked out nicely for us. I just hope that they come to their senses. On some, I don't know, senses, I don't know. But I think it's too much of an advantage. I like, you know, I I, I may be uh, contradicting myself because I like the best teams to have a decided advantage. I think if you earn it over the course of the regular season, you should have an advantage over the bottom feeder teams that are lucky to even be in the postseason. But it's too much of an advantage, I feel like, to just give one team per conference a bye. And I, I think that's appreciate- the way it's going to wind up. I I think that's a lot,
0: but what I mean, uh, you—if you
1: win your division, I feel like that should be the measure. I feel like you should get a buy if you win your division. That's the goal going into the season. It's too weird. So who got screwed here?
0: The Saints who
1: didn't show up yesterday. I don't know. I just feel like the math. I I, just—I'm just thinking about a standard before the season kicks off every year that you know that if you win, it's kind of like you know old college football. Like I know if I win the Big Ten, I wind up in the Rose Bowl. Like there's got to be some measure whereas yeah. it's like we're chasing the number one seed which leads to like in week 14 so like we have to win we have to beat that team but then that team better lose and then we have the percentage advantage because we beat them in a head to yeah, but there's to always gonna opponents. be that why do you cut it off too why can't it be top Dave, three i thought
2: you liked the uh, the the chance to topple them i thought you wanted the right. you know coastal carolinas
1: yeah that's right Everybody, uh, uh, there, 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 that's, wasn't, would, uh, let's not go down that rabbit hole because I can yeah. justify that one. I can explain there, there that one There wasn't much away.
0: difference between the Saints and the and the Seahawks this year for two and three. So then how far down the road are you going to I say go? How, division how about, champs.
1: Division champs. You should get a bye if you're a division champ. A bye? Oh, man. A I, bye. I think you're Every division weeks. champ should get a bye. I, it, the reason you don't do that is only well, you because don't, you, of don't TV. Like, you
0: wouldn't like that this year with Washington getting a buy. Yeah, I, I think just strive to be number one and then you don't have to worry about anyone taking your home field advantage. I think that's the the better way to do it, I guess. Yeah.
1: But the thing that then the other side of this coin is, of course, it, it, the way the bills, the Chiefs continue to play with fire. How many is it now? Seven weeks in a row that they haven't covered? Is that what, what is uh, it I think now? it's eight more. Weeks? I think it's week since week eight and they didn't play. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it. Eight in a I think it's eight in a row. Yeah, they they keep they keep on messing with fire here. I'm not going to be shot. I mean, you know, they would have covered. Point, they would we have don't covered even know Mahomes yet. Played. By the way, we're we're all we're all pretty glib about like ah, you know, the, the, obviously Mahomes is going to play. Not medically, it's not you know like they, they actually do theoretically at least have those standards. Like Chad, the one guy who definitely wants Mahomes to play is Chad Henney. There's nothing <laughs> he can do I'll to improve his talk about stock. Chad Henney, this is as good as he can do. Same goes for Jameis. I was thinking that perfect. I don't, please, Sean Payton, do not put me in again this game. Let me just right. throw that right. one that's pass. It. And now it's like Scott Mitchell all boiled down to just one play. Like, how many millions did I did Jameis Winston make for making that one completion? Like, see, he's good. Jameis. Right. That's why he was the first overall. I don't think uh, Chad Henney definitely doesn't want anything to do with that. And it would spoil an otherwise grand title game weekend if we heard. Chad Henney has to start because Mahomes has a concussion. I don't think it's a given though that Mahomes is definitely, absolutely. I think he's
0: play. more likely to get ousted for COVID reasons than than the concussion right now. Well, really Andy Reid
2: afterwards came out and said he'd passed all the deals, so and yeah, he was out the there tweeting. So I feel <laughs> like it. You know, um, I think that it it either they're setting it up to be very convenient for when he's healthy next week, or you know he really is more okay than he looked, which I'm hoping. It's the. I latter. will say,
0: not a ton of players pass in a week for the protocol. Uh, they do. There, there are a few, but not not a ton of them. Uh, that usually takes more than a week. But uh, like I said, I don't know what that test is going to. They're they're stealing the, the results of that test. Right the
1: now. lines are. We, we have uh, a week to figure this stuff out, I guess, and the lines are pretty close for for uh, both games. But who do you guys think? is more likely, which road team is more likely to land in the Super Bowl. And let's keep in mind, too, how cool it is the way... I mean, everybody talked about it for eight months, ten months, whatever. But really think about the fact Tom Brady is now 60 minutes away from playing the first ever home game in a Super Bowl. How crazy is that? I mean, and everything favors aaron Rodgers, which is why i feel like man i
2: yeah i think whoa. it is so likely that the bucks get there i would almost bet i think mm. i i would put my money on the bucks to be honest like I, oh i thought
1: you just said green Bay's playing the back pa- th- oh i thought you were picking the are. packers now you're taking the Bucks. oh no, okay. no no the packers I think you're are right.
2: they're playing the best i think that they're mm. playing the best any team is playing all season and i still think it's going to be the bucks i think it's enough mm. of a mind a mind game too. I I just I have a feeling you I'm wanted like to say Brace the f word
0: there. I know you wanted to say the. I f did. Word. I mind did, but I didn't f. say it
2: because yeah. like people like our pal Kingston are listening, and this is a family. That's right.
1: Friendly no, she go. what she there she didn't go. almost say the f word. She almost said the s word. Sposta. She knows. My Aaron Rodgers is wearing no, the No, because I of think sposta Brady has right I
2: think they have the Sposta also on a certain level. Like I think that yeah, this is true. a very even I think the stakes are so high for both of these guys that it it mm. is it is very difficult. To, oh man, I could see it going either way, but I really, if I were, if I were to put money on it, I would, I would go with the Bucks.
0: I think it's going to be di- very difficult for us to make an extra points for extra pay parlay this week. I think so too. I to I mean, right now, I like both favorites. I'd be le- less, I, I, but I love the Packers. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa. What's the is that saying? Too What's the total? Fifty-one is the uh, total for the NFC Championship, and fifty-four for KC Buffalo. You know, what what? I'll
2: take. I'm just. i um, It's going to be an it over. Oh, it's gonna doing... be an over situation
0: for me. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what the weather is like in some of these it's games. Supposed Maybe to snow. Twenty five and
1: potential for snow in Lambeau? Let's do it. It's not even it.
2: fair that Tampa has a quarterback who's played in the worst weather ever. Like what? That yeah. are... I can't. Eat... We can't. Eat...
0: And then he's gonna be rewarded by playing a home game in the Super Bowl. It's I a, just. I a just. Dude, now that he's gotten away
1: from Belichick, he's playing his best ball ever. Yeah. Nah. It's amazing. Mm. <laughs>
0: um who was luckiest to make it there i just brought up green bay lucky in that you know aaron not a hundred percent aaron donald not a hundred percent jared goff no cooper cup that's how they were lucky but still i put them at the bottom of the luckiest i think it was the chiefs chiefs were lucky to survive because that one call
2: if they call helmet to helmet there yeah. And you it's a different ball game. And with Mahomes out that momentum swing, you know, momentum, whatever. But like I do think that I think that the Chiefs was the, the most by the skin of their teeth win.
0: Yeah. All right. Maybe Dave, you can make a case for Buffalo. Um, you know, lucky to survive the Colts, a gritty Colts team, and then now come in and you know, the the, the wind affected them. And they beat up the Ravens. Would have been even luckier if they had to go against Chad Henney next week. Um that could well, be since one. you said
1: that, I mean, we should uh, we should cover all the the good fortune for these teams in Tampa Bay, like we already right. said. I definitely got lucky. They got lucky that the punt return was called back. That would have made it ten nothing. They're lucky that Lattimore didn't pick off Tom Brady in that big spot. That would have been uh, that would have been devastating to them. They're lucky that uh, Jared Cook fumbled that ball away and that Drew Brees was so generous with sharing it with Devin White and by the way shout out to Devin White not once but twice Derrick Henry level uh, stiff arms yep. I mean, he, he wasn't even stiff arming guys he was literally punching them with the ball he yeah. was running down the field he was like that uh, that one uh, Bruckheimer movie where the, the opening scene where the running back is, is literally takes out a gun as he's running down the field and starts shooting people Devin Bush was just like punching guys as he was running with the ball like get out oh you like, like you it was like an action hero running down the field, but yeah, the Bucks got lucky. To I mean, well, also, they almost again, they lost played, the Heineke. They, they almost they, played, they almost blew right. it the Heineke. In, I was just the, gonna say they played Washington, right? That's there true. There you go. That's All right. True.
0: So Charlotte, you say Kansas City is the luckiest. I could see that, Dave.
1: You say um, Tampa Bay. We're also the Browns. I mean, you know that was well. The they're not keen they're not strategy advancing. have. I yeah. know they didn't, but I just have to make a point that they're, <laughs> that they're lucky that Marquise Bouncy decided to snap the ball over Roth's head on the first play They didn't the
0: have that advantage in the Chiefs game. There were no bad snaps. There was, uh, like Charlotte pointed out, a gutsy fourth and one call versus a fourth and one punt.
1: I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope it was worth it to watch uh, the hated Steelers lose and the, and the plucky Browns advance. And now... For three and a half, or for three and a half hours, you had to look at that eyesore of a game. That was the, one of the ugliest playoff games I've ever seen, um, aesthetically. That orange against that red, black. Yeah, right. Right. That was very. <laughs> that wasn't ugly. good.
0: I didn't like it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, you're good. right. Even
1: Sal, Sal, who who argues about no. how stupid it is to care about the uniforms, even you could see that that was ugly. I did, but I didn't think Thank it was going to matter.
0: I was like, oh, yeah, wow, it wasn't this great. Still a game, three great. hours in. I still have to stare at this, but yeah, you're right. Not uh, not great at all. Uh, hey, what is great is Crown Royal and what they're doing. They are, at the first time ever, the Spirits Advertiser is the NFL. They are using their airtime to encourage fans to drink responsibly on game day through their Crown Royal Water Break campaign. They've done this for four years. They distribute tens of thousands of gallons of water to fans nationwide, providing safe rides home and partnering with several NFL teams and former NFL legends to help spread the word Crown Royal continues its commitment to inspire responsible drinking on game day and beyond and for that we are going to offer up our Crown Royal athletes of the week i'm going to start us off my Crown Royal athlete of the week we've talked a lot about him it's Chad Henney it has to be Chad Henney henny given sunday anything is possible anyway we slice it Chad Henney is our Crown Royal Athlete of the Week. Now, I'm not going to do this many times for a quarterback who threw a 59.4 passer rating. I'm probably not going to do that. Six of eight, 66 yards, no touchdowns and interception. Let's get to the good stuff. Third and 14, scrambles for 13 and a half yards. They go for it on fourth and one and throws a perfect pass to Tyree Kill, clinching the win. Oh, my God. Saved me so much money. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chad
1: Henney, you are my crown royal athlete of the week. Charlotte, who are you going with? Hey, big uh, weekend, by the way, for the uh, for Michigan backup QBs, right? Between Brady oh, right. and Henney, good That's stuff. Right. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Charlotte.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. It's just you know, well, Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. I'm not talking about Tom Brady. I'm talking about a different twelve. Aaron Rodgers is my crown royal athlete of the week. Um, they they finished a, the Packers had a 13 and three season for the second year in a row. Aaron Rodgers at 37 had a career high 48 touchdowns, uh, only five interceptions. He's completed 23 of 36 passes for 296 yards uh, in the divisional round. He threw two touchdowns. I think Green Bay, as we said, is playing the most perfect football you can play right now. Uh, We'll see how that works out against the other number 12. But for now, I I don't see how there's any other argument for anyone else for MVP after the season that Rodgers has had and Hmm. what he's doing in the
1: playoffs. All right, Dave. I will go with uh, Tom Brady, of course, advancing to the title game. Thanks to Drew Brees, who paid it forward among the high end quarterbacks of the 21st century. Um, 10 years and 51 weeks after Brett Favre did the same for Drew Brees in that same joint in the Superdome, the OT 9 NFC title game. Drew Brees got to the Super Bowl because Brett Favre um, threw a terrible pick in overtime. Also, Adrian Peterson fumbled three times in that game. Were it not for that, Drew Brees would be the 21st century Dan Fouts, which is a stats machine, surefire, first ballot Hall of Famer. Can't tell the story of pro football without him. Who never even got to a Super Bowl? Drew Brees is very fortunate that he got that ring thanks to Brett Favre. Now, Tom Brady has a chance to get a seventh ring. Thanks to Drew Brees, paying it forward, like I say, throwing some terrible, terrible picks. And also, I don't know what this jive is about. He might come back. It's time to hang it up, number nine. Good day to you, sir. Well, they hugged. They hugged and hugged right there. An hour
0: or two. Was it three, four hours after the game? <laughs> Tampa and Drew <laughs> embracing. Sorry, I was
2: thinking about a, a four-hour hug between Tom Brady and
0: Drew Brees. Would you watch that? I would watch this. No, I wouldn't watch that at all. Uh, That was a Crown Royal water break. Moderate your drinking on game day. Stay hydrated. Stay royal. For more tips on how to crown your game day, visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. All right. Allegiances aside, money aside, bets aside, which Super Bowl is most compelling? In your eyes, which Super Bowl? Now, let me give you the storylines. These are the choices. Green Bay, Kansas City. You got Aaron Rodgers. You got Patrick Mahomes. Probably Uh, the number one choice for uh, MVP, number two choice for MVP. You have Super Bowl one. You got all that stuff. Rematch of Super Bowl one fun. Green Bay Buffalo. You don't want to hear this, Dave, but some say the two greatest fan bases in all of uh, football. Certainly amongst the most passionate Green Bay Buffalo small market. That's how football should be. Cold weather. They're in the Super Bowl. Number three, Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Well, you got Mahomes and Brady again. Right? Uh replay of the AFC championship from a couple of years ago. Um, Brady and anything is great. Or you got Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Brady's been kicking the crap out of Buffalo for two decades. This is their comeuppance. That's a fun one. Josh Allen and Tom Brady. What are you going? What's the best? Charlotte, what do oh, you like? Oh
2: God. Um
0: let me go over the choices again.
2: You have Green Bay, <laughs> Kansas. City. No. I I mean, I kind of think any storyline with Tom Brady playing at home is pretty wild. You know, mm. that's sort of a hard narrative to beat. So by that and, you know, you go Tom Brady versus Mahomes as Goat versus Future Goat. Um, I think that that could be a really, really fun game. I think for Aaron Rodgers' sake, I would like to see him win another Super Bowl. But I, I don't I think it's hard to argue that um, Brady Mahomes is is not the greatest storyline
0: is not is or is I it? mean is the greatest oh, so is. it's hard okay. to
2: it's hard to argue that it's yeah
0: hard to argue that it is okay Tam- I
2: don't
1: so you're know, going to Tampa Bay think? Kansas you're gonna, City you gonna okay. argue it I don't love the what happens when things if Tom Brady gets to this Super Bowl then it becomes the it becomes a Tom Brady story and rightly so obviously given uh, the last 20 years but it's sort of like when Ray Lewis's uh, Ravens won the Super Bowl or Jerome Bettis's Steelers won the Super Bowl. It, it it ignores every other person on the roster. It becomes only about those guys. And I feel bad for everybody else on the roster. It's like was it special to help Ray Lewis get one more Lombardi? Was was it was it cool that Tom that Jerome Bettis got to play the Super Bowl in his home? I'm on the team too. I have a whole story about how long it took me to get the pro football and everything else. So I don't necessarily want to see Tom Brady. Let's move on to another story. I'll take Mahomes. The, the Bills getting there requires that they win the Super Bowl because then it's sad if they ultimately lose a fifth Super Bowl. Uh, it's kind so of I'm, funny. So I'm kind going Rodgers v. Mahomes because I feel like Aaron Rodgers, for whatever reason, I think it's his personality. Um, it's more nuanced in, um, uh, th- th- than a lot of the hero-type figures that you see in pro football. He's more thoughtful sort of a guy. I, his career's vaguely slept on. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I in fact, before the year they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl, I decreed he will go down in history as the greatest quarterback of all time. No one was saying that at the time, and I feel validated and I'm self-validating now by saying if he wins this Super Bowl, and with the MVP titles in tow, I think now it really, then everybody decided a year ago, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest to ever do it. Aaron Rodgers can remind everybody who the best is. And I know Tom Brady has those six mm. rings. If Aaron Rodgers wins a second Super Bowl, given the years he's had his 2020 season, his 2011 season, the, the maybe the greatest single season quarterback in year ever. I think I want to see that one. Really? Let's see you know the what? two best you know of the 21st century. Go There's hand no hand changing your Dave, mind while no no, 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 no. Dave, it.
2: that was a compelling argument. And I, I'm realizing that the reason I, I went with the Tom Brady narrative is because I'm still at heart an obnoxious New England fan <laughs> who's going to make herself a part of it. I think you're right. I think it's Rogers, Mahomes, another Tom Brady storyline for the second, you know, millionth time in however many years. I, I'm with you. Let's go. Let us go. Let's go. Mahomes, Rogers. Well, it's a it's
0: a clean sweep. I'm going State Farm Bowl too. Yeah, I, I like yeah, ma, I like Mahomes and Rodgers. But I I feel like a jerk. Like why not give a team that hasn't won it the chance? Dave, you're right. The Bills would have to win for it to be funny, but uh, fun. But man, T- Tom's won a bunch. Uh, Rodgers has won one. Obviously, Mahomes won one last year. We don't want to give the Bills a chance. We well, don't. I just think what it's so that unlikely. About
2: <laughs> I think it's so unlikely that the Bills get there at this point.
0: I know. Well, three and a really? half point on their dog. Yeah.
2: If Mahomes know. is healthy, if Mahomes plays, I think it's. Yeah, it's
0: going to be tough. Uh, what, what matchups? I'm very excited about the four, though. Very excited about the four. Yes, I'd go with the State Farm. Uh, it's the nice that we won't in-
2: be stuck with like Rams Patriots.
1: It's, right. that's exactly right. You're you're this. The the answer is uh, and you see like you're kind of like, wow, well, but me, these are great games and yeah. the Super Bowl is by definition great now, as long as Chad Henney doesn't rear his gigantic, gigantic head. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I mean, for real, Chad Henney's head. My goodness, that thing is. Gigantic. I did not notice. Romo really? didn't say anything about it, so I didn't notice either. Yeah, it's big. It's gigantic. Chad Henney (laughs) has a gigantic Ted Kennedy, John Travolta, Ben Roethlisberger, Danny Ameshek style head. I'd have a big one too
0: if I went fourth and one and made it in a a, a game I had no business playing in. My God, Chad Henney, you did it. All right, Charlotte, at the Wilder Things, you did a nice little write-up on uh, Chad Henney and the Chiefs and Andy Reid and and uh, how hey, they went forward for and it all worked out. out. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yep, I wrote a piece about um, that play and, and sort of what it says about the Chiefs and Andy Reid and that whole uh, situation they've got going in Kansas City, which seems to be working out pretty well. Um, yeah. Gonna have a few videos coming out. Uh, we'll have a new show this week on People's Sports Podcast. So, you know, kind of the the usual stuff going on.
0: There you go, at Damashek for you, Dave, on Twitter.
1: Yeah, Chad. Uh, unfortunately, double whammy. Bad name for a baby and a bad name for a grown up. Don't oh. be a Chad. Chad's a weird name. It's um, a tough
2: one with the with the you know frat boy. Uh, it's like a, a male Karen a little bit. There's yeah.
1: no age. There's no age where it's good to be named. Uh, Chad. And
0: then you had to survive the hanging Chad thing of a few elections. Oh, yeah. ago. that wasn't fun. Yeah,
1: thumbs down. Minus three coming at you later in the week. Make sure you subscribe and download and all that, and appreciate the feedback from all on it. Charlotte, you have to make a choice. Chad or Balin?
0: What are you going with?
2: Oh God, Chad. At least that's a real name.
0: Chad's better. Yeah, it's true. I guess.
2: Sorry, I don't mean that. to be mean to a little boy. And you know, it's Drew Brees. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know, but yeah. you know, what name that is the thing that?
1: on Drew Brees' face is named Chad. Is that right? Oh, come on. Yeah. Funny, yeah.
0: yeah. Come on, Dave. That's not fair. Uh, that's not, hey, that's not classy sell. at all. I'm that oh, I I know what am I talking about? I Jesus. need to uh, I need to promote my book I guess. You can't lose them all. It's at When Barnes is that going to show up? When am I going to get your book? Tuesday it comes out for real, but I'm, I'm supposed to speak of it between now and then uh on barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, just get it wherever you can. Number 1 on uh, addiction and recovery section. <laughs> it was <laughs> never Is that top it? It? It are is you serious? number 1 in the I I don't know that there are any um competitors out there it might be the only one right now and i certainly didn't mean for it to be uh a a book inspiring recovery um although great if it does (laughs) i'll take it uh so yeah there you go you can't lose them all go get that i'm at the cousin sal on twitter and a reminder to all of you you may feel like underdogs but please remember you're all our favorites be good see you wednesday